0: Good morning. Welcome to Step Parent World. I'm going to be your host today, Martin Locke. And today's podcast is a fascinating one, probably one that I think most parents have probably experienced or might be experiencing today. Being disrespected by your stepchildren. It's a massive subject, it's a huge subject that covers um, different age groups, different parenting styles. Um, and I've got a fantastic guest on today, which is Siobhan from Houston, Texas, which is I found out I feel a little bit guilty about this actually. It's very early, isn't it, Siobhan, in, in, in Houston? Yes, it is. What time have you got over
1: there? It is officially four ten. Four ten AM in here in Houston, Texas.
0: So I'm so grateful for you coming on today, and I'm so grateful for you doing, you know, getting up and doing this. I I, I really do appreciate it. Can you just tell us um, about your children, like ages, biological biological children, stepchildren, please.
1: Okay. Yes. We are a family of five. My kids age from twenty-three all the way up to thirty-two. Um when I came into their lives, they were much, much, much younger. I think my youngest was about and as you can see, I say my youngest. Um, although I did not birth uh my four stepkids they are my babies and then i have one biological son when i was in my youngest life she was around about 4 or 5 so um and then yeah it it's been a wonderful ride it's been a tearful ride um but i am happy to report that um it's one of the one of my best accomplishments when i look back over my life of what have I been able to do? And it's be an awesome stepmom to all four of my babies plus my bio baby. And um, although you know it, it I have some stories to tell. I was able to find blended family bliss, and so I am here today to share that with, with your step parenting world. Blended family bliss. I like that. That's
0: um, that, that rolls nice. So, what age were the children when you first came in to the blended family?
1: So, with my youngest being about uh, about four or five. Look, it seems like eons ago. Um, um, I, my son was about eight. I have another stepdaughter. She was eight. Then my second oldest. Um, boy, he was about 12. And then my oldest son, he was about 14, 15. Um, he lived out of state. So I had that relationship of, you know, having a, a stepchild that's out of state. So we had to go visit and, you know, get tickets for him to come into town. Um, My all of my stepkids have different moms. So I get to deal with different personalities, different desires for children, different, um, visitation schedules. Different, um, my, I had two kids that lived with two of my stepkids that lived with me on a full time basis. So we had three kids in the house, including my bio son. Um, and then my baby girl, she came, um, on weekends and summers and things of that nature but that happened at once she got older because when she was younger um she didn't she was maybe we would go like visit her all the time so i have many different um arrangements or situations that took place over the years having um so many different bio moms a lot of organization a lot of organized <laughs> chaos <laughs>
0: organized chaos i'm gonna do a podcast about it one day because i've heard of this two or three times i love organized chaos is there such a thing as organized chaos fantastic um so how have you been disrespected describe to us you know how it's happened to you and 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 what you know what, what actually happened how did you know that hang on mate. this isn't okay why am i being treated this way how did it all start for you
1: from for me um I will say my stepdaughters gave me the most level of disrespect than the boys did um I would say that uh, mm, the age in which um I came into their lives made a difference um my one stepdaughter uh she was dealing with divorce between her mom and her dad, my husband and her mom. And so her approach to coming in and us having a whole different family laid very much different than my younger daughter who, you know, just all of a sudden I I was showing up to visits with dad, so to speak, because she was younger that, hey, everybody's my friend at this point. You know, I go back home to mom. I come visit dad, and dad has a friend. So, um, but the first level of disrespect would have been just defiance. Um, The I would I remember it vividly. It would be the first time I was alone, and with my stepdaughter, and my husband wasn't there. And so, um, being an eight year old, even as an eight year old girl. They can have, you know, the the most attitude you could ever imagine, even at eight. And so um, I would wanted her to, you know, do something that she would normally do when her dad was there. And she just she wanted to tell me no. And again, um, I, I was a step kid. Um, I have an awesome stepmom. So whenever. I'm dealing with my stepkids, I have a different perspective because I can remember when and I understand this dynamic of you are a person that cares for me but you're not my parent but you are my parent because you do all the things that this parent does but you know figuring that out and and knowing having the option of when I don't like you I don't have to like you because you're not my mom. So having all those different feelings and emotions, um, I knew that I had to be able to discipline without her father being there. Um, and me being a biological parent, how I would discipline my son, it, it, it wasn't the same with my stepdaughter. And so figuring out that dynamic. And so in the beginning, I know I felt fear. I felt frustration um, and just like, oh, my goodness, like overwhelmed. Like here, this is this small person. But there's so many different dynamics going on and how I handle this. But I, I knew for a fact. You know, this is my house and I have other kids that come into to this. And um, man, oh, man, like if if I don't get this right again in that moment, all of this is going on in my head. And maybe not this exact conversation, but if, if I were to put my feelings in a bottle, this this would be the message. Right. And so um, I had some options in that moment you know, being told no, and I, I knew th- my husband's values. I knew I've met his mother, I knew her values, and I knew that my stepdaughter spent a lot of time with her dad and a lot of time um, with, with his m- mom. And so um, I just relied on that. And um, I did not want to be one of those stepmoms of, you know, well, wait till your dad gets home. Um, I wanted her and I to be able to um figure things out between her and I without yeah. anybody else this was this was and that's why i when I help other step moms I'm not a parenting coach per se I'm a relationship coach um if I were to give somebody parenting advice I probably would that's why I send them to you because I tell <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks for> that. <laughs> yes, that my, my lane is relationships. And in that moment, when I was being disrespected, you telling an adult, no, and here it is. This is the start of our relationship. I, I knew. And so I, I took the approach of, you know, saying like, are you sure this is the decision you want to make? You know, is this, is this is the right thing to do? And we made it through that. And there would be some other different, you know, occasions where um, we call it disrespect, um, but I always saw it was testing boundaries. Mm-hmm. How far would I go? Could she push me away? Was I was I here for her or was I just here for her dad? Yeah. And so through that, um, she learned that, um, It's me and you, baby girl. It's me and you.
0: It's interesting, fascinating, because um, probably one of the biggest things I've learned, and an article I've started writing, and I'm going to finish hopefully today. One of the biggest things I learned from, I was married before for 20 years. So um, I was a stepdad for over 20 years. I'm now in a relationship where I'm, I'm, I'm with my partner, but she has children as well. Now, the thing, the biggest, if a step-parent comes to me and says, what's the biggest tip you would give me, Martin? I'd say, don't go in. Don't move in with anyone. Don't have a relationship with anyone until you know your your role. You, you know what your role is, and you know what your boundaries are, and you know if your role involves you being a parent, involves you being a friend, um, a babysitter, a caretaker, wh- wh- whatever it is. Speak to your partner first. Speak to your bioparent first. Uh, your biopartner, sorry. And Find out exactly what you are allowed and not allowed to do. Because I've gone into relationships, not I haven't asked that. I haven't asked what my role was, and I tried to, I try to almost not force my role, but try and create my my role myself without speaking to my partner. Biggest mistake I've ever made. It just causes so much, so much hassle, and everyone's unsure. Don't don't know what I'm doing. Don't know what I'm saying. Should I be allowed to say this? Should I should I not be saying this? And the friction it causes between you and your partner then reflects the children then you get lost it's like well hang on a minute so i don't have a role Uh, what role should i have should i have a role should i just be here and 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 it's different for people it's different i think for mums and i think it's different for dads stepmums and stepdads if if you're going into um a role that like yourself where you're looking after the children you may be cooking for them you may be doing a school run you may be doing a washing it's a whole different ball game to say a a stepdad that's going out to work for 10 hours a day it's completely different and this is one of the biggest things for me personally i would advise get your role sorted be 120 percent sure you know exactly what you're going into and you know exactly what's expected of you expectations don't have any don't have any expectations whatsoever and that's purely from experience that's not from a book it's not from a course i've done that's from my own raw experiences and it's fascinating since yes. you talking to um, um about this eight-year-old girl you know you're there you you have to have different boundaries you have to have different um um rules if you want to call them rules but you need to know what she's going to do you need to know how far you can go it's not your child how far am i allowed to go so did you have that did before you moved in did you say to your partner what am i allowed to do with this eight-year-old should should i just turn her to you should can i have boundaries do we agree them how
1: did you deal with it um i would say <laughs> there was no uh uh Advice out there as good as you just gave. I think we just did it fly by the seat of our pants. I would say that, um, again, I, and I, I I told you is when I was telling the story is um, my husband and I, we share values. And believe it or not, I was the, the disciplinary in our household. He's the cream puff. Like, oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> And and so it did take us a little while to get on the same page, but there was trust there. Um, I am fortunate enough to uh, have um, a spouse that um, we have a partnership where it's us and the world Um, and and it's able to be that because I'm not going to, to probably veer off from our values any further than he is and we one of the values that came together was family we knew that we were blending our family his kids my kids our his parents my parents we were very much blending this and so um i'm not gonna say it's a cakewalk i'm not gonna say he understands the, the the struggles that i had as a stepmom to this day he still doesn't get it um a lot of a lot of, of of women are waiting for for them to get it he 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 still doesn't get it um but i can say that there was trust there um he respected me and that this is my house he saw how i parented my own son and i will say that i i, I said that i had to change the way i parent my own son once my stepkids came because i came from being a single mother who had structure who needed my young black son to understand how you behave especially with me you know being a single mom to now he has a male figure in his life that can can do those things and now um i can kind of sit back and and let that happen so and not be, you know, the mom, the dad, the everything. And so I was very much structured, um, when it came to parenting and I had to kind of loosen those around, which was, was a great thing. Um, again, going from a two parent household to one parent household, you can share those different loads. Mm. And so, um, that's one thing that took place. I think that that was another thing, um, that was going on in my mind um when it came to disrespect and 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 my stepkids is um I can't let them disrespect because I'm not teaching and I didn't raise my son to be disrespectful. And so they okay. see how I am with with him and I can't, you know, discipline him in a certain way and then discipline them in a different way. I I had to have it be even kil- kilter there. Um that that was one thing that was important because then he's going to be looking at oh well they get to get away with murder and here it is I you know have to stand the letter of the law yeah. and so um, the disrespect for the most part um, was there in the earlier parts of becoming a stepmom and I think by and I I do have a a system that I go through. And making sure that uh, this it's going to happen, especially whether they're young, especially when they're teenagers. I mean, teenagers disrespect everybody. So um, <laughs> the, the first thing is, I would say, is I did not take it personal. Um, whether she was eight, whether he was 12, I didn't take it personal. It's like kids are kids. And um they don't it wasn't their idea for you to come into their their lives and so they were doing just fine without you and so here you are on the scene and man oh man it's like okay uh again i'm i did i did not want to be one of those parents that okay i'm i'm here and i'm stuck with you because i'm with your dad no it was okay i have a, another human being in my life and so what can we do to you know flourish or foster or even cope <laughs> yeah um, did you ever get to any point
0: um it, it's 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 fascinating when when you say um talking about values and things and and i think a biological parent and a step parent have very different values because i did a um, a podcast yesterday about parent guilt which was um, really really a a good education for me as a parent and as a coach. And when I speak to parents that suffer with parent guilt, it usually comes from the breakup of the marriage. So often you'll get parent guilt from the biological parent, not so much from the step-parent. And sometimes it's quite hard for the step-parent to understand um, why they suffer with it. I think we all do. We all suffer at different levels. Um, But it's interesting when you're saying about disrespect and being disrespected um do you think or have you ever got to a level where you've gone this has to stop now or do you think you had that much support from your partner that it stops pretty quick because if you if you have a, a step parent and a biological parent and a step parents getting disrespected what level does it go to before the bio parents got to step in and say hang on this isn't okay all right this isn't it isn't okay for you to treat someone like this. Have you ever got to that level and your partner not stepped in for you?
1: Um, There has been times where uh, he has, you know, stepped in whether it was needed to or not, just um, being, you know, in in the mix of things. I would say if it's gotten to the point of where where he had to step in. Um it goes back to what you said is having those conversations. Um it's we wanted to be a united front before our children. And so if there was something that I felt that this is a conversation you have to make because of XYZ, especially for me when some of my disrespect came from um the way of a of a, a toxic bio mom, and so if the bio mom is telling the child, "You don't have to listen to her," and now she's coming over to our house, and the rules are, "You listen because that's what we do here, and we have consequences if you don't." Um, then you know th- it's confusing, and so the neutral person in this is is dad. Um, but for the most part, um, we would address the kids as a unit. So if, if it wouldn't get to that, because we already had him and I had talked, like you said, to say, Hey, what, what is it do we want for these kids? And then we brought the kids together and we all had a conversation of this is how we're going to talk to people here. This is how you ask for things. You don't go to one parent or the other. Um for the most part, um because I was an active, you know, parent and my husband he was out working. So chances are if you wanted something, the rule was yeah, you can ask him, but he he would say go ask me. Just mm. because I knew everyone's schedule, I knew things that he didn't know cuz I'm mm. I'm I'm here. Yeah. Um, and then sometimes they would come to me, and I'd be like okay well we'll I'll talk it over with your dad and then we'll let you know so we we very much did a united front there, but we brought brought the kids together to let them know what we thought the rules of the house would be, but we also got them involved in that conversation what are some mm-hmm. what do you need? What do you think the rules should be um if this happens, how do you think we should handle it? we got them in on the conversation of what do you think the consequences should be? Yeah. And then not only did we talk about consequences, we talked about rewards and what do you think the reward should be? Yeah. And so with that being said, um, yes, kids will challenge the rules. Some people are rebels at heart. And so, um, everybody knowing what it is and us being consistent with that, my husband had to be just as consistent with it as I could as I did one could not you know be more soft than the other we just we just had simple rules that he could follow and I could follow and the kids knew about and they could follow and i think that that's what what made the difference and every once as the kids ages got different um we needed to um change those. Um mm-hmm. depending on whether you came on the weekend or were you here all week, we addressed that. Yeah. Um, you know, it was something about dishes, you know, who will um my youngest, she only came over on the weekends and um they're like, oh well she should have to do dishes type of thing because we we have to do dishes and it's like, okay, but she's here for three days on the days that, you know, she's here a little bit, um, longer we can put her in the rotation or at the time she may have even been younger. Like she, she, she's only here on the weekends and she's younger. And they're like, well, when we were her age, we were doing dishes and it's like, yeah, cause you were in this house coming from, if that's not what's going on at her mom house. So, you know, there's those things there where um, they, they know the rules and they will challenge them. But I think you said it best at, at, at the beginning of this is, having the conversation with your partner, but then Mm -hmm. on top of that, don't have that conversation by yourself. Bring the kids in on that conversation. I don't care if they're five years old, bring the kids in um, on that. So they get buy-in.
0: Yeah, they get, it's it's true because when I do um, um, talk to articles about households and consequences, one of the biggest things I say is get the children involved because they, they're invested more in something they're asked about if you just tell them they're not going to be interested because it, it, it sounds like a chore but like you said if you actually say to them right um bathroom's got to be cleaned sure bathroom guys how do you want to do you want to go on a certain day? oh, oh all right well, yeah tuesday's a bit freer for me all right cool that's good what if you don't do it what do you think i should do well nothing well yeah but it's got to be done so what, what do you reckon i should do oh i don't know and you agree a consequence. They may come up with something like, "All right, take take away my, my my toy for half an hour." It's unlikely they're going to say that, but you've got to have something to enforce it. But then the great thing is, allow them to come up with a rule for you. They might turn and say, um, "Well, I think I think Mum should Hoover downstairs. I know she already does it, but I think she should do it on a Saturday." But as long as that works for Mum, fine. All right. W- what should I do if I don't do it? Right, Mum. If you don't do it, you've got to clean clean my room for an hour yeah okay that's fair enough kids love it <laughs> to, to be able to tell a parent that if you don't do this this is going to happen but you have to hold them to account that they keep to their side of it as well and it's a great bargaining tool because you can be hang on a minute i didn't do the hooving on the time so i tidied your room if you don't do the bathroom you've got to make sure you give me your toy for half an hour yeah okay then they love it they absolutely love it but households and consequences are great absolutely fantastic yeah you- and go ahead When you created them, did you, did you pin them like on the fridge or did you pin them on the wall or how did you make sure everyone followed them?
1: Uh, In the beginning, um, with them being younger, we have to keep them simple enough where, and one of the rules were about respect. And so, and, and not only just respect for me and, and dad, but respect for each other, because again, we had, you know, Five different kids coming in and out at any given time, bringing in things from different households, including my my biological son, because he went to his dad's house where he had a Mm stepmom. So, um, you know, all of those different influences coming in and having to blend together, you're going to pick up things from school. You're going to pick up things from your friend's house. Like we're, we're a Grand Central Station here. Right of picking up all of these different behaviors and having to, you know, <laughs> direct them in 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 a way that will be great for everyone, right? Because we all have to live in this house. And so I I would say that, you know, yeah, getting them involved um is, is the key, but for the for the most part, just Knowing it, it goes back to the values. I, 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 for whatever reason, that's at the end of the day, that's that's where it all stems from. It's going back to those values. What's your number one value? The number one, it's it's changed over the years. Um, in the beginning, I would say, um. Truth. Telling the truth was 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 up there. Always tell the truth. And then as we um, formed trust and and security and home base, Mm -hmm. um, I believe it it became family. It became, um, you know, looking out for the unit. Will then um benefit you the the individual, yeah did you get did you get um
0: different levels of disrespect from any of the different children, so they were obviously all different ages, and I know you said about the girls were worse than the boys did you <laughs> which I've experienced as well to be fair, do you find it it was different levels as they got older or were they better as they got older? I know we obviously all know what teenagers are like. Did you see any difference as they got older?
1: Um, again, every, every kid is different. Um, I always took it upon that I don't get to choose um, whether or not <laughs> this is because I'm a stepmom, their stepmom, or just because I'm an adult in a teenager's life. Yeah. and so i i i I chose to approach it as you know this is how how that individual is, and so let me deal with it um mm-hmm. disrespect when I think of different levels, I don't think of it as um just outright you know a a ten versus a one or a two i I go back to the root of it. Some disrespect comes because they're trying to find themselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's, it's an expert. They're exploring. Other levels of disrespect is because they felt disrespected.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How far? And then, yeah. And then the last is learned behavior. Okay. And what, so... Why? rating that and figuring out that then you you are able to figure out how to approach it Mm.
0: yeah pushing the boundaries (laughs) sometimes when when you're in a moment of um you know dealing not just with your stepchildren but with your biological children as well and i've had times before when um you know you get cross and angry because they're pushing you and they're pushing you and pushing you and then a couple of hours later you can sit on the sofa laughing about it and thinking God they, you know, he or she just wanted to keep nudging me and nudging me just to see where my limit was and see see what buttons they could press. They all do that, biological parents and stepkids. So this isn't just a podcast about um um having a co stepchild stepchildren, it's biological children, they're all the same. Correct. Sometimes you can sit as a parent and just start laughing about it and think, god blind. She pushed me or he pushed me quite hard there, to be fair. what? why do you think it is? Because you said earlier on about you in your experience, you think. Your stepdaughters were worse than your stepsons or your son. Is is it female male thing? Do you think?
1: Oh no, I do not. I just think that um, girls tend to be more vocal or more outward expression with their emotions. Um, but just the same, I've heard. Um, Stepmom stories of stepsons. I've I've coached women with stepsons that they're they're trying to make that same bond and 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 uh, bridge the gap of not being disrespected just the same. Um, And 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 in a lot of cases, of of course, a lot of people come to me to to help bridge the gap of bio mom drama. And so again, when the bio mom is, is toxic or high conflict, um, the, you're going to get some level of a, a, a higher chance level of disrespect mm-hmm. because, again, that's where that learned behavior comes in. Yeah. If 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 mom are, is saying not nice things about you at home, the kid's confused and don't know what the truth is, and so you're coming over and, and dealing with, with someone that mom said is a bad person. Yeah. Did so, you find
0: when you was in, you know, sort of the, the going through the worst period of being disrespected, was it only aimed at you or was it aimed at BioDad as well?
1: Uh, no, it was it. I was I was the one. And of course, I would be the one because I'm the, the, the main disciplinary. Um, it was it was me. And so I could definitely feel days of, you know, isolation of I'm always the bad guy um i'm always the one that um can see through what it is because you know again my husband being the cream puff that he is um (laughs) he did not foresee you know he had on rose colored glasses when he looked at the kids and so i had to kind of ask him to take the glasses off and connect the dots for him and he's like wow like she, mm. he really tried to get over on me on that or she really tried to get over on me on that, so yes, so um sometimes though, I would just let him figure it out on his own because I I again that's that's them to figure out too because <laughs> um, so, exactly is yeah and and that is uh, one thing that I work on with my clients as well is this this ring of en- engagement. And it's I see it as a boxing ring, and you get to decide, are you inside the boxing ring, where you're in the day to day combat? are you um in the ring, but off to the side, where it's like you know um i I, I have some level of involvement, but you know some things are hands off. Are you outside of the ring where you're like, you know what?" I let things happen and, and they do, or are you just <laughs> totally, totally, completely just not even there is no ring? And we are quick to say what's right or what's wrong. But I tell you, in all four of my stepkids, I've had to be at different points of those ring, in that ring. And so there is no right or wrong. It's you between, like you said, you and your spouse, but oftentimes for yourself, you have to figure out where where do you want to be, mm. what that's what's best. I love that. I
0: actually think that's brilliant. And I'll tell you what: I was just sitting there when you were talking about it, and I was thinking, I I've been in the ring, I've been out of the ring, I, I've run away from the ring, <laughs> I I've jumped back in again, <laughs> I have jumped back out again, and and this. This is the learning curve, and that's a, a fantastic way of putting it. Sometimes it's okay to be in a the ring, then get out, then maybe get back in again, maybe run away from it. Don't be around it. Don't be anywhere near. Let mum or dad go in the ring instead of yourself. It, yeah, it is, it is something that I broached quite a lot recently with a podcast about parenting styles, and it's probably at the moment my second most popular podcast.
1: Hmm.
0: And I think the reason being is I think, I'm hoping that parents are starting to understand that you don't have to stay the same parent from day one <laughs> till the day they, they they become adults and they move on. It's actually OK to shift. And that's what I would compare with your boxing ring. Get in there. You can be maybe a little bit of an, of an authority parent, which is completely fine because you might have to. You might have to go in there because mum or dad aren't there. But then you can jump back out and, and have a, a distant, be a distant parent, be a friend. You know, because mum and dad have come back and maybe you need a bit of time to yourself. So the whole shift in parenting, completely fine. And that's why yes. I think it's so important to allow yourself, which is exactly what you just said, the time and space that you need. You don't have to be a full time parent. But I like the ring thing. I, I, really, I really like that. Um, what advice would you give? So I'll give you your, your last question. What advice would you give to any parents going through this? So what I mean is, Maybe it's a new parent coming in that's never been a parent before. What advice would you be them coming into the step-parent family? But also what advice would you give if someone's maybe coming up to teenagers and they start to experience more disrespect?
1: I would say for someone coming into this, I would say it's a first feel what you feel. If, if, if that's like when you asked me the first time this happened, I, I gave you the rundown of what that is, the, the fear, the overwhelm and all that other stuff. Feel what it is. Don't, don't be embarrassed. Don't be, be shamed about it. Don't whatever. Um, and then from there, you know, decide, decide on, you know, what do I want this to be? Do I want this to be, um, where I am the friend. So, you know, I wait for dad. Is that is is that going to work? Because <laughs> um I've I've met some some stepmoms who in the beginning they thought that that's what it is that I I, I won't have to parent. I'm just going to let dad do the parenting. And and it wasn't working for anybody. So, decide like is is it going to work for the long term? What I what I think this le- level of, my level of engagement Um, and then from there, um, be flexible with it. Um, know that you're, you're not going to get right, get it right the first time, the second time. Um, but learn from that and make sure that not only what you're doing benefits the kid and your relationships, but also you make sure you're fair to yourself. And I know as step parents, we get a bum rap of being selfish and only out for our own. But we all know that that's, that's a baloney. Anybody that's sitting here and taking time to listen to your podcast, they want to do something better. They want it, They know there's, there's a better way of doing things out there. And so they're by no means selfish and oftentimes have given more. Um, of themselves, then then they should have to, and, and I'm an advocate for for the step parent in that regard. So making sure that um, they don't leave out themselves, and so and then have that family meeting and establish those rules, those consequences, but just as important, the rewards and get the kids buy in. Um, and I say if you get that in the beginning, that that's going to to work. And again, notice what what you said just to recap is get with the spouse first though and make sure that you two are on the same page and then you bring the kids in. And so if you are experiencing disrespect with teenagers, especially in this day and age where um, the pain, the um, confusion, um, that our youth are facing these days and even if they're not facing it they have friends that are facing it um is really get in and try to understand them as a person um, if they just you your personalities just don't mesh go in knowing that figure out what what of those three levels is this learned behavior of disrespect is is this something where, they feel that they've been disrespected or is this just a test of boundaries, you know, really figure out what that source is. And then once you know what that is, then tackle it from that way. And if you are not able to do those things on your own, that's why you're here. Um, John, that's why I'm here. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Great advice, really, really good advice.
1: I called you John, and, he, and it's Mark. Sorry, yeah. it's you didn't even correct me. But Mark, sorry, I, I
0: thought—is she using that as just a, a random name, or is that is that my name? Very good. <laughs> Not my middle name,
1: <laughs> <laughs> John's Your middle name.
0: I'm going to let you off because it's so okay. early where you are in. Um, okay. Houston. I'm going to let you off that one. Um, <laughs> but brilliant advice, absolutely brilliant advice. Yeah, I, I, I really love it. Thank you so much for coming on today. I've really, really enjoyed this podcast. Really, really um, enjoyed talking to you, and I definitely, definitely want to do future podcasts. I've, I've got two or three spinning around in my head already thinking. actually okay. I, I, I can get you back on again for this one I mean, that's that's an interesting one because you were saying actually about you as a stepchild. So I've had one guest on, a guy from Canada who who spoke as their, um, you know, his, his 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 experiences as being a stepchild, which. I want to do more of because we talk as step parents, stepmums, stepdads, but we don't hear what the children have got to say. And it's fascinating to hear an adult stepchild talk about their experiences of when they were young. And again, I think, you know, our kids are our educators. You know, we're not always going to get stuff right, but we can listen to the kids. They might not always say what we want them to say, but they can educate us as well um So I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about getting you back on for that if you're if you're willing to do that one.
1: I'm more than willing, and I can't oh, wait yeah. to have you over on on my podcast as well. So. Yeah,
0: I would definitely, I would be very open to coming to your podcast. Thank you so much for today. I'm so grateful, and I really appreciate you getting up as early as what you did. I'll try and make the next one not quite. So early for you. I'm like
1: I'm as you can see I'm I'm here for it. Yeah. I I deal with people all around the world, and so I like I said I'm flexible
0: yeah brilliant well thank you so much i'm very very grateful um keep listening guys keep listening to future podcasts i've got so much stuff going around in my head now about um other things i'm going to do but if you do need help with disrespect don't feel you're on your own we all go through it. all of us parents stepdads stepmums bio mums bio dads we all go through it i always say at the end of these podcasts don't sit there and, and, and go through the pain that you're going through or the suffering you're going through um you know listen to what we're saying to you there's lots and lots of help out there um if you want to visit my website which is www.stepparentworld.com have a look on there there's some articles on there about disrespect and whether or not you should be um you know get involved with your children if they're being disrespectful to you getting the boundary sorted early is crucial which is what we were just saying I'm going to be doing an article on this, probably today, actually, because I've got a lot of information in my head that I need to get down. So Merry Christmas to everyone and keep um, doing the best you can. Expect mistakes, give yourself permission to make mistakes. It's actually okay, And we all do it. And it's how we all learn. So Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to everyone in Houston. (laughs) And I'll be in touch soon with you guys. Keep listening out. Merry Christmas, guys. Have a good season.